At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Gonna tell it like it really is. We know Haney doesn't give a shit. Silencing critics, eliminate misses. Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better. Everybody knows the name. Read about it. We're golf teachers, Hall of Fame. Never doubt it. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth, here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Yeah. Listening to Haney. Welcome to the Saturday's Strong Edition of the Hank Haney Podcast. Minnesota Tim, the new great predictor and the original great predictor, Steve Johnson, here with you this morning. And uh, Tim, what's why is everyone being called the great predictor now? Well, Steve, a great predictor, original great predictor. One one of the things that I am doing since I've been able to listen to you for like the last three and a half to four years. So our relationship started about three to four years ago. I've really been taking notes. I've been studying what you do. So I'm really a great predictor in training. Honestly, I'm taking everything away from you. You're like the father and I'm the son in this relationship. You are the great one and I am the great one pending. So I've really, <laughs> I've really learned a lot from you. I'm becoming a great predictor in training. I am learning a lot from your son. I'm learning a lot from just everybody involved in your world, Steve. So honestly, you are a huge influence on my life and I didn't even know it. 
I'm, but here we are. Well, let's go behind the curtain here a little bit. Let's let's get deep behind the curtain and tell me, are you going to go? Are you going with the Ouija board or the eight ball? Are you going with the tarot cards? You going uh, rock paper scissors? How are you picking these these uh, phenomenal picks that you're picking? Well, Steve, I'm doing a a little bit of everything. So I'm doing magic eight ball. I mean, you can't leave that okay. out. Okay, all right, I like you, that. I like you that. You can't leave that out. It's too important. And then also, I'm looking at the tournament, Steve, and I'm looking at the winners of previous tournaments. A lot of these winners haven't been favorites. Justin Thomas was a favorite in the Century Tournament of Champions. But besides that tournament, no favorite has won on the PGA Tour this year. They've all been at 30 to 1, 40 to 1. And the reason I bring that up is because I predicted Sung J M to win the Honda Classic at 30 to 1, and he won at 30 to 1. So I'm looking at these odds and I'm looking at who's winning week in and week out on the PGA Tour. And none of the favorites are winning. So I'm looking at the middle of the pack, not the front, not the back. I'm looking right in the middle for a player, and I'm just hoping he pops on my, to my eyes, honestly. I'm just like, okay, yeah, he's due for a win. So I'm just rolling with him. So who do you have this week? We're, we're recording on Thursday afternoon, so we already know that Rory is... He's leading right now. He's six under through th- his round on Thursday, Thursday morning, followed closely by a five under par Taylor Gooch. So who is your pick? Who is your pick for the Arnold Palmer Invitational this week? My top pick was Xander Shoffley, who is one over par right now. So it's not looking okay. too good. Okay, no. And then I had Tony Finau and Matthew Fitzpatrick as my top three. Tony Finau's three over par. So I'm over two. And then my last pick was Matthew Fitzpatrick, who's one under par the last time I checked. So I guess he's kind of floating in the weeds a little bit, Steve, but um, it's not looking too good on my end. Did You you mentioned on Friday's podcast that um, Francesco Molinari was your guy. But if we were going to give you an extra pick, he withdrawed. So, I mean, come on. Let's give you another choice here. Steve, let's give you another chance. I was trying to use, and you've rubbed off on me too, Tim. Instead of going uh, eight ball, tarot cards, rock, paper, scissors, Ouija board, all that, I was going with your research method. And you know, the last four years, foreigners won this tournament. We've had Rory McIlroy win, Mark Leishman win, Jason Day win. So I'm thinking, okay, then Eduardo Molinari won last year. So I'm thinking, okay, hey, this is just like last week. We had a lot of English players, European tour players up on the top of the leaderboard. I'm thinking, okay, this has got to, this could be a good setting for a, a repeat, the sixth time victory of a, or fifth time victory of a, a foreigner. So here's who I'm going to pick. If I had to pick again, that's why I went with Francesco Molinati. But if I had to go again, I'm going to go South African. And you know who I'm going to pick, don't you? No, I don't. Christian. Bezidenhout. 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 <laughs> that sounds a little German to me, but yeah. that's what I'm going with. He has a South American flag next to him. He's tied for third right now, minus four, shot 68 the first round. Arnold Palmer Invitational. There's another guy that I, I saw that if, if this was going to be my 1A pick, it's this guy, uh, gosh, Brandon Matthews. Have you seen him? I have not. 
Golf Channel had a big article on him. He's a guy that he had in one of the, the smaller tours. I think it was the PGA Tour Latino. He was coming up. He had a chance to win a tournament. And somebody from the gallery, a little kid yelled out. I think it was a little baby, screamed. He missed a putt. He ended up losing the tournament. But the way he handled the uh, the gallery, you know, the the screaming from the gallery was was so exemplary that the guys at the Arnold Palmer Invitational gave him a start on the PGA Tour. Now, this guy's like 6'5". He's a big guy, big dude. Uh, Brandon Matthews. And I was watching on the Golf Channel yesterday, and his teacher was standing next to him, and he was moving him around. I thought, man, that guy moves him around a lot like we do at Hank Haney's. And I looked, and it was one of our old teachers, uh, Dale Gray, who teaches out of New York now, and Dale Gray is teaching him. So I had to call Dale Gray and wish him luck this week. And it's a big start for Brandon Matthews. And we'll just see. Uh, they were showing some track man data on his his hitting. He was hitting a drive drives, carrying him 340-something yards, this guy, Tim. I mean, he's a bomber. Huh. And uh, I'm not sure if he's if he's teed off this afternoon or he, teed, he already teed off. I'm going to look really quickly. Brandon Matthews here, ooh. He's through two holes as we're taping right now. He's a one over par. So he's got to get he's got to get uh, going a little bit. Okay. And, so the great predictor was going with the great story. Yes. But you know what? Okay. It, it, it doesn't match my my theory about the foreigner. Uh, because Brandon Matthews is from the United States, but I'm going Buzidenhout is my guy. Not Rory? Well, no, I mean, I can't pick him. You guys would, you know, it would be too sketchy. He's already leading the the event. Uh, Hank said in the Friday podcast, Hank said that he had a really good supply of books with him. So he's he's uh, planning on doing well. The golf whisperer, the putting whisperer, Brad Faxon's been helping him. So I'd love to see Rory win. I'd, I'd love to see him, you know, finish this deal off six under through the first round. A lot of golf left. The, the weather there in Florida this time of year is really spotty. Here we go. What's that? Let's get your weather report. Let's get your weather Look. report from Florida, Steve. Get it in there. Yeah, let's hear it. Come on. Let's hear it. Yeah, it is so yeah. spotty. Give us Last your weather week. report. Give a, tell us how you got rained on at the API, how you're watching these players and you got drenched. Come on. Give it to us. Come on. Tell well, us your weather report. I happen to be, I happen to be uh, helping a PGA Tour official who happened to be at the Honda last week. And he said, Steve, it was brutal. He said the conditions were tough. He said it was early in the week. The wind was blowing hard, but it was blowing out of the south. And then on Thursday, halfway through the round, it switched and it was blowing out of the north for the rest of the week. He said it was it was unbelievably volatile there. And uh, the same can happen up there in Orlando with the Arnold Palmer Invitational. I don't have any stories about me getting rained on and freezing and anything like that over there, but I know the the weather does, it, it can be cold in the mornings and the wind does blow. Thunderstorms are occasional. You can expect them. So I don't know, man. I like the, I like the uh, foreign player. That's what I really like. All right. All right. Bezidenhout. Bezidenhout. All right. Yes. Yes. Okay. So one of the things I want to ask you, Steve, let's let's get into our first real deep dive of a, of a topic. So Tommy okay. Fleetwood, 
um, last week at the Honda Classic, had a one-shot lead going into the final round. And that led to some Paul Azinger comments about that European tour and the international tour not being as important, basically, uh, to win on as the PGA Tour. He received a lot of backlash. He came out with another quote I just read on jeffshackelford.com that he said, if he said the instead of that, it changes the entire narrative, which it probably does. Um, But anyway, so Hank and I got into this conversation about Tommy Fleetwood because he was on hole number 18, and he was in the fairway, one shot back, and on 18, there's water right, water right of the of the hole at the Honda Classic. Right. A lot of water at the Honda, too. A lot of water yeah, on those yep. holes. Yeah. He just got through the bear trap. He's in the fairway one back. It's a par five, so very a uh, hole that's very birdieable, and he puts it in the water. Now, this brought up a conversation that Hank and I had this past week about choking and just not hitting the right shot. And Hank came with the approach, the more logical approach, as Hank always does, and says that PGA Tour players aren't going to hit a perfect shot every single time. The percentages just don't say that. Just like a three-pointer in basketball, if you shoot 40% from three in the final, uh, in, in, a, in, in the NBA, you're not going to shoot 100% from three in the final minute. Does that mean you're choking if you miss? And he said it doesn't. Well, I mean, I, in the 2016 Masters, Steve, when Spieth put two in the water, I viewed that as a choking moment. But I don't view Jordan Spieth as a choker. I'm curious to hear your thoughts between players missing shots down the stretch in big moments. Are they choking? Are they chokers? Or are they just missing the shot? I heard that podcast, and Hank made a, a good argument. But here's here's the deal, Tim. And I'm going to relate this to basketball in just a second. But like for Tommy Fleetwood, Tommy Fleetwood is known as a really good ball striker. He is a good ball striker. Uh, he knows that there's water onto the right. The, the wind is blowing from the left to the right. I would be interested to see what his line was. Was he aiming at the at the pin? Probably not. He's probably not aiming at the hole. He was probably aiming. He knew that he did not want to have a penalty shot there. So he was probably aiming well to the left because there is a bailout over there. Now, from 240 yards, 250 yards, the plus or minus on his variety of shots is probably plus or minus two or three degrees on each on either side. You, you, are you with me here? Yes. So a standard shot for him, for him, two to three degrees off on each side would put him about 20 yards, 20 to 25 yards at the target. So I'm saying that he has to be aiming at least 20 yards to the left. Now, when they showed the shot tracer, you know, they had the top tracer on that shot, Tim. Did you see that? I did. That ball didn't even start out over the over land. That ball was over water almost immediately. The line that it took off on was a line that there's no way that that thing was was his intended line. Let me relate it to basketball. It's like a guy getting up there at the last part of the the game, and he's a he's a you know let's say he's a seventy percent free throw shooter, which is not the greatest. You know that the top what is the top in the NBA like eighty five percent ninety percent okay okay so nine out of ten they'd make so. 
when a guy gets up there and he's shooting a free throw in a regular part of the game, he's seven for 10. At the end of the game, if he misses, you think, okay, hey, man, you know, he misses 30% of the time. That's maybe not a choke. If the shot looks the same as it normally looks, if it has the same amount of arc, if it has, I mean, the, the shots do miss. But if a guy steps up there at the end of the, the game and he shoots an air ball, yeah, he did miss it. And he does miss 30% of the time. But my point is he doesn't miss with an air ball 30% of the time. That's got to be considered a choke, wouldn't you say? Exactly. And isn't that the same for Tommy Fleetwood who put it in the water? Yeah. I mean, in that situation, I would say that, that uh, the pressure got to him a little bit. Uh, he, his miss was way outside that two to three degree window that he would normally look at. He shot an air ball there, Tim. It yeah. was a brick. It was an air ball. He didn't even come close to the rim if he would have been a basketball player. I would think we have to consider that a choke. Huh. So, okay. So that I, I, did, I did not expect you to say that. Um, really? Yeah, I, I didn't. I thought you were going to go with the Hank logic because um, you guys are you, you've learned from Hank forever. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, but anyway, so well, well, here, but, but hear me out on this: the Jordan Spieth on the on the twelfth hole at Augusta. Yeah, people don't realize that that shot from the tee box. That green is so small, and that shot from the tee box. There's really no bail out there. Um, he hit a bad shot. He hit it fat, which is, is, is a miss for him. And then he went and he dropped that ball. He should have, like Lee Trevino said, he should have teed another one up and hit it from there. But he went down by the water and he dropped one and he chunked that and knocked it in the water. Just bad execution. Now, I don't think that's choking. Now, this last year at the Masters, remember, we're, we're, on, we're coming up on the Masters within, you know, what, 40, 50 days? Yeah, it's less. I think it's less than that. Remember the last group last year? We had two guys knocking in the water. Brooks Kepka knocked it in the water. Who else was playing with Tiger? Finau and Molinari both knocked it in the water. Right in the water. Yeah, and then Tiger says, "Man, these guys are just these guys are making it too easy for me." And so he played it to the left of the pin there and uh, knocked it up there, made uh, made his par, and the other guys were just floundering. I think you you would have to say that that uh, that could also be borderline choking, right there. They knew that that's that was one of the critical shots. You've got ten is a hard hole, eleven's a hard hole. If you can get by twelve, you have an easy hole at thirteen, very easy birdie hole, possible eagle. Fourteen is not, you know, the the pin position can be volatile, but again, not you can hit it anywhere on fourteen. Fifteen is a birdie hole. So you have uh, pretty much the, the, the hard holes behind you once you get by number 12 at Augusta. And I think they, were, they could have been feeling the pressure there and uh, thinking that they had to put it close where all you got to do is remember what Hank's three keys are. You do not want to put that thing in the water. You don't want to get uh, the penalty shots. So that's one of the, the three keys. No penalty shots. If you miss the green, knock it on the green. No two chips. And then uh, once you get the flat stick out there, you got no three putts. Huh. And if you yeah. do that, no matter how good, no, no matter what level of player you are, you're, you're going to get the most out of your game. Yeah. Before we take our first break here, Steve, let me ask you a question. 
What did you think of Paul Azinger's comments about that European tour? Well, Paul Azinger is not afraid to make uh, he's 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 not afraid to make comments, and he's not afraid to to be out there on the limb like I me. Mean, that's one of the things I like about him is that uh, you never know what you're going to get when when you put the microphone in front of Paul Azinger. Um, that was a rip at the European tour, and the guys on the European tour didn't uh, didn't appreciate that very much. And I think we heard a lot about what uh, what they thought about Paul Azinger's comments. Hello. Yes. Are you eating? Are you eating again? <laughs> no, I just thought you were going to offer an opinion on something, but you didn't. Well, no, I like his opinions, but I, I, I think that he, he took a. I don't know if he meant to take a shot at the European tour, but the, the guys perceived it as a shot. When you talk about that tour, it's, uh, it's demeaning, oh, and okay. you know how sensitive you know how sensitive I am to people's feelings. <laughs> you yeah. just don't want to. You don't want to say that. You don't okay. want to say that. You know, I asked you if you're eating, because remember last Saturday Strong, you were eating, uh, it was lunchtime for you, and you were eating some mashed potatoes and something else. Yeah, chicken. I thought, my gosh. Yeah. Anyway, so, all right, let's take our first break here on the Saturday Strong. I think this is episode number nine with the great. This is nine? Yeah, number nine. Okay, with the great predictor, Steve Johnson, and me, Minnesota Tim Parashka. Great predictor in training. All right, so here we are. Let's talk about Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. Check out VoodooPainRelief.com right now for a free two-week supply of Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. It's easy to use. It's easy to get. Just go to VoodooPainRelief.com, and you know what's going to happen? Your aches and your pains are going to be relieved. They are going to be gone, and it's free absolutely free for two weeks. So go check out VoodooPainRelief.com right now for a free two-week supply of Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. All right, coming up next on the Saturday Strong with the great predictor in Minnesota, Tim Parachka, Rory McIlroy. Oh, my gosh. I remember a couple weeks ago when we first started doing the Saturday Strong, I came with this. The PGA Tour should cut their schedule in half. And Steve, the great predictor, said, no, 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 no. But here's Rory on Minnesota Tim's side. We'll get into that next on the Saturday Strong. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. (laughs) 
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulges your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Welcome back to the Hank Haney Podcast, Saturday Strong Edition. It's number nine this week, number nine with the original great predictor, Steve Johnson, and the new great predictor in training, Tim Porochka. We've got, I've got, I tell you what, Tim, we've got a lot of guys that want to take the moniker great predictor, and uh, there's only one great predictor, that's for sure. I know. Now, you're yeah. the great electorate, is what you are. <laughs> and we've talked about your... I mean, you haven't registered to vote, which I find that you, you need to correct that. We need to get you into the general election, the 2020 general election. It's a very important election. It's a very important for all Americans to vote. And even if you're not American, if you're uh, whatever, if you're a visitor, you can vote too in some states. But um, I have some questions here for you, Tim. In, in Texas, we did the primary voting. The Republicans and the Democrats did the re- uh, primary voting that happened on Super Tuesday, and I'm not sure exactly what Super Thursday is, but uh, that was Super Tuesday. We voted here. Now, in Texas, they have some. These aren't these aren't really registered ballot um, votes, but they have some propositions to to vote on. And I just want to see if you did vote. I want to read a couple of these to you, and just I want to see how you would vote on this. Okay. All right. Okay. There were 10 propositions, 10 propositions here from the Republicans. And uh, here's one of the questions here. Texas should ban chemical castration, puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and genital mutilation surgery on all minor children for transition purposes. Given that Texas children as young as three are being transitioned from their biological sex to the opposite sex. That was proposition number six. What's your vote on that, Tim? <laughs> I'm going to say no. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Everyone, everyone gets his own vote. You know, that's what's great about America. Here's another one for you. Let me ask this. I'll just one more here. Uh, uh, uh. You're gonna have to. Gonna have to <laughs> okay. Are you eating? Yeah, Are you eating some food? No, I'm not. Right I'm right not right eating there? food here. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Right here. This. I think this is. This is one that could be near and dear to your heart. Here. This is proposition number five. Texas parents or legal guardians 
of public school children under the age of 18 should have the sole decision-making power in all their children's healthcare decisions, including but not limited to psychological assessment and treatment, contraception, and sex education. Proposition number five, what's your vote on that one? So it's saying that the parents have the right to force their children into any of that stuff? No, no, that they, that they should be the decision makers, not the state. So I think it's a, it's a, it's a, um, it's a, it's a decision, uh, an option where the state should make the decision or the parents should make the decision. I guess the parent should probably make that decision. Okay. Well, that's good. See, if you were to register to vote, Tim, you would have not only voted for the president presidential candidate of your party choice but you'd have the opportunity to give your opinions on these these uh really important propositions that that are that are thrown out there we need your yeah, voice that, that, your yeah. voice needs to be heard on this tim yeah my voice needs to but be enough heard. yeah you're right enough on the election talk uh all right you were talking yeah, about rory yeah. you were talking about rory mcelroy weren't you yeah did you see his quote steve i did see his quote i did see his okay. quote Fewer events, right. fewer players. Is that what is? What, what was he saying here? So here he goes. He goes. Honestly, I get the need for playing opportunities, but there's so many tournaments, and there might be an oversaturation in golf. In a way, you look at the NFL, and they play 18, 20 games a year max, and people want it all the time. I know football's different from golf and all that, but I think being a golf fan these days can get quite exhausting following so many different tournaments, different tours, all that stuff. So maybe streamlining it a bit might be a good place to start a conversation, I guess. So, Steve, a while back, I think right after the new year, right after the Sony Open, I said that the PGA Tour should cut their schedule in half. Right, you and had Twitter, you had good logic on that because you said yeah. that, you said, "Hey, look at what the ratings are. The ratings on television are are pathetic." And right. we saw I said every, that after the yeah. Yeah, you said that right after the Sony Open. And I right. laughed. I and, laughed at you. I b- believe yeah, it. I laughed did. at you. I said, "You're ridiculous. You're being ridiculous, Tim." Yeah, and so many other golf addicts laughed at me as well. But before I give my opinion about Rory McIlroy's oversaturation of golf tournaments, what do you think about my opinion now, Steve, now that all these PGA Tour players have come out and basically said there's too many tournaments, and now that the Premier Golf League has basically come out and exploited the PGA Tour because there's too many tournaments, what are your thoughts on the amount of tournaments now that basically everybody is saying that there's too many? Well, not everyone's saying that. We've got a few voices, and and the voices that you're hearing in the press, like a Rory McIlroy, these are the guys that are the the cream. They're the top of the top. And so obviously those guys would say, hey, you know what? We need fewer guys playing. We need less tournaments. And uh, so I can sit back and I can read my books. I can get my self-help books. I can read. I can go see the uh, the putting whisperer. And for sure they're going to say that. Why don't? Why wouldn't you ask the guy that is 124th on that list of PGA Tour FedEx Cup points. The guy that's just scraping, you know, it's 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 it. The common saying back in the day was, if you don't like the way things are going and you're a player, they would say this at these players' meetings. Tim, if you don't like the way it's going, all you got to do is play better, and you're going to like the way it goes. So this is a 
this now, yeah, man, that that that's a God's honest truth. That's that's what they used to say. Is this a serious question, Steve? Did you just literally say, if you don't like, or did you literally just say, let's ask the 124th ranked player in the world what they think about the amount of tournaments? Why not? I mean, they've Why? got rights. They've got rights. Steve. I mean, you're talking about jobs, Tim. You're talking about jobs. A tournament is a job. A tour is a job. The more tours, the more tournaments there are, the more players there are, the more jobs you have. You can rate these. You say, do we have too many? Well, the ratings are, are, are one factor. You can say, hey, you know what? The ratings are really down. Maybe it's getting saturated. But then we say, what about ticket sales? How have ticket sales been? Well, you know, the Phoenix Waste Management Phoenix Open was, you know, had 700,000 people there. And, and uh, I don't think you can say that about the U.S. Open this year because they haven't sold out on their tickets yet. <laughs> but then you ask about sponsor dollars too, Tim. How, how are, the, are the sponsor dollars drying up? No, man, they're not drying up. As long as there's sponsor dollars, there's going to be more tournaments. That's just the way it is, Tim. The, the 124th ranked player in the world has absolutely no weight on any decision on the PGA Tour. I don't care if they're on the voting committee. They are not listening to the 124th ranked player in the world. The only time anybody outside the top 100, hell, the top 50 in the world, had any weight on any decision was when Tiger Woods was ranked like 1,887th in the world. It is just absolutely ridiculous to consider any thought from a player that doesn't move any needle. The 100 outside the top 10, top 15, whatever, you got Tiger. Let me tell you who, who moves the needle. Or Tiger's the needle, okay? But then you got other players who make it move a little bit, like Phil Mickelson, Jordan Spieth, Kepka, and Rory McIlroy. But outside of those guys, the rating, the eyes, they aren't changing for anybody, especially someone ranked outside the top 100 in the world. And sports, it's not about inclusion. Sports isn't about the average Joe. Sports is about having the elite of the elite player play in NBA and football. We watch Tom Brady. In NBA, we watch LeBron James. In golf, we watch Tiger Woods. It's not about watching the 12th man in the huddle or whatever, or watching the 13th man come off the bench in an NBA game. It's about the superstars and inclusion isn't sports. It's just not. We want to watch the superstar player and the superstar player has the weight. They have the quotes. They have, they, they make decisions. It's just, it's just the way it is. Well, I mean, there is an alternative for Rory McIlroy. You know what he talked about, uh, you know, fewer events, fewer uh, players he could go for the premier golf league but he said i'm hey. out he said i'm out he can he can switch that around easily yeah by the way the 124th ranked player in the world right now you know who that is no that is emiliano grillo what do you know about him he's a pga tour winner where did he win he won at the i i, I know where he won he won in napa he won at the safeway open Oh, he's a good, man, he's a good, that... he's a good player. He's a good oh, player. He's not man. a needle mover. And, and the fact is, you know, your point is well taken. Once you get down, I mean, there's very rare occasions and there's a few players that we would recognize that we would consider needle movers like a Phil Mickelson that, uh, 
you know, he's, he's, his ranking is not that high anymore. But after about the first 15 players in the world, man, there's a lot of guys you've never heard of. Bizutenhout <laughs> is one of those guys. <laughs> That's your guy for the Arnold Palmer invitation. I love it. All right, Steve, do you want to take us to our next break? Absolutely. Before, I, I want to pay a little tribute to the number 40 player in the world as of this week. This is uh, Jazz John Watanand <laughs> is number 40. So They do call me the great pronunciator, too. But, uh, hey, we're going to be right back. Stick with us because we're going to talk about, uh, we got a couple things. We're going to talk about the next generation of the PGA Tour player. The PGA Tour just came out recently and made a decision to develop players. We're going to talk about it. You're listening to the Hank Haney Podcast Saturday Strong Edition with the two double great predictors, Steve and Tim. We'll be right back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Welcome back to the Hank Haney Strong. This is a Saturday Strong podcast, ninth edition, with a great predictor here and uh, Tim Parachka. Now, Tim, the PGA Tour, this last week, they had a, a big meeting and they made a big decision. This was something that the players were not in favor of, by the way. We're talking about what the PGA Tour is calling the, the what is it, PGA Tour University. Have you heard of that? I have read the headline and that's it. Okay. Well, the PGA Tour University, that sounds pretty cool, you know? What it is, is for players coming out of college, 
that have played four seasons on their golf team, seniors that are graduating. So this is rewarding seniors that guys that have graduated from college, which I think is that that's that's a neat deal. The guys that don't graduate from college, the guys that are like the Jordan Spieth and the Tiger Woods and the Phil Mickelsons and the guys that are good enough players to compete on the PGA Tour before they graduate from college, they they go right and they turn pro, they go right to the PGA Tour. We've seen that. I mean, Jordan Spieth was two years, Tiger Woods was two years in college, but there's some players that do graduate from college that are great players. What the PGA Tour has voted on is that they're going to let five of the top-ranked seniors that after the NCAA tournament, uh, which is in May every year, after the NCAA finals, they're going to give those five players that, that are ranked, there's a college ranking system that they, they rank these players by. The top five players are going to get eight starts on the Corn Ferry Tour. And the hopes is, the hope, there's a bunch of different hopes. One, we, we're, we can become familiar with these players. These players can earn their way on. You know, these are the top five players, Tim. They can earn their way on to the Corn Ferry Tour, the PGA Tour by their performance. If they get in the top 25, remember, top 25 Corn Ferry Tour on the regular season get PGA Tour cards. The top 75 on the Corn Ferry Tour get to go to the Corn Ferry Tour finals and, and hopefully get a PGA Tour card. So it's a fast track to the PGA Tour. And what do you think about these guys? Uh, these guys getting some starts, some young guns, guys that are hungry, guys that... Uh, may or may not get exemptions on the PGA Tour to play. Uh, what do you think about that? I, mean, I I honestly don't have a feeling either way, Steve. Uh, I, obviously, it's great for the younger player. Um, and uh, But you mentioned something right away when we opened up this segment that a lot of players don't like this. Can you explain why? Well, the, the reason the players, we're talking about the Corn Ferry Tour as well. The, the, these are the Corn Ferry Tour players. Now, these guys have not made it yet. You know, I mean, maybe they're guys that have been on the PGA Tour and have lost their card, lost their privileges, or they're guys that are just working their way up from the PGA Tour Latino or PGA Tour McKenzie Tour up in Canada, uh, PGA Tour China, Central America. Um, these are players that are, that are fighting every week to try to, to get to the next level. They want starts. So they're thinking, okay, hey, man, if, if we let these guys play. Now, they're talking after May. So after in the summer, the fields are 156 players. Now, a lot of times in the summer, the Corn Ferry Tour has a hard time. They've got to go pretty far down the list to get a full field. Now, I'm going to give you a, uh, a little example here of some of the Corn Ferry Tour players the participants, they're playing this week. Let's see where they're playing here. Well, this was last week in Mexico. They played in Mexico, and a lot of these names we're not going to recognize. You know, these are guys that, have, that are making their way up through the rankings. And to fill the fields out in the past, what they would do is they would fill them out with past winners on the PGA Tour, past winners on the, on the Corn Ferry Tour, retreads, guys that are 48, 49 years old that are trying to get on the PGA Tour champions and get, get some competition again. So, I mean, they're, they're not really guys, that, they're not really taking places from guys that are 
actively part of the PGA Tour. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, I, I think it would be, I think it's a good idea to get, to give these young players a, a chance. And here's the rationale from the PGA Tour's perspective. These players are going to play somewhere. If they can't play in the United States on one of the developmental tours, they're going to go to Europe and play that European tour. You know what I'm talking about? That European <laughs> yeah. tour. Look at what Brooks Kepka did. Kepka did. He, he didn't have any privileges on the PGA Tour. So instead of going for one of the smaller tours, the developmental tours, he said, heck with it. I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to go to Europe and play. And he started out on one of the satellite tours and made his way all the way up to the European, big European tour. And uh, that's where he was really first recognized as a, as a champion, as a tour player. Um, I think that what the PGA Tour would like to do is not just attract American young players. They would like to get the international players to come play on the PGA Tour rather than, because there's a lot of Europeans and foreigners that play, play for the U.S. colleges. Tim, you know that, don't you? Uh, yeah. Oklahoma State's a great example of it. Yeah. I mean, they've got, they recruit these players from all over the world. Right. John Rahm is a great example. A Spanish player didn't speak any English. It wasn't like he was coming over here to, uh, you know, to, to, to go to law school. Heck, they didn't even know if he was going to finish school. He did. He graduated. He learned English by listening to rap music. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, so they're trying to attract these players to stay here and play, which I think is a great idea. Do you think it would be better to have these young players or to have a guy like Steven Bowditch, who's a guy, he's a PGA Tour winner, but he's far from the prime of his career. He's a guy that lost his game. Um, he's having a hard time competing out on the Corn Ferry Tour. He's got cut this last week in Mexico, shot four over, 74-74. I mean, guys like that, would you rather give, if you were a decision maker, would you rather give that spot to a young college player that has shown, hey, he's one of the top of the top, or would I rather go with a retread like uh, Stephen Bowditch and say, hey, you know what, he's earned his right to be here. Uh, we're going we're gonna to let him play. I Definitely the young college player, Steve, no doubt about it. Um, right. However, the key here is that the player is the top of the top. like. There's no, it can't be top. It has to be the top of the top, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah, well, we're talking to the, to the top five players, the rankings one through five on this ranking system. They've got to okay, be seniors. Perfect. They've got to be seniors. Uh, they have to have played four seasons for their college. You know, so, I mean, like a guy like an Ollie Snyder Jans. You know, I mean, he was a top college player, one of the top players back when he was in college. Now, he did, he played on the, the Corn Ferry Tour for a couple of years, got up to the PGA Tour, lost his his card there. He's back on the Corn Ferry, but he's still a young gun. I mean, a guy like that, if he could play and develop on the on the Corn Ferry Tour without having to go to Europe, without having to go play the you know PGA Tour Latin America events or McKenzie Tour events, I mean that would be uh, I mean that would be a great that would be a great opportunity, and that would be a great developmental, some, I think that player would feel some allegiance to the PGA tour. And right now with all these options that the PGA tour players have in this premier league that, uh, you know, is, is threatening to, to, to mess up the balance of the European tour and the PGA tour and, 
and all the tours across, uh, you know, the, the smaller tours, I mean, you've got to look at ways to get allegiance to your tour. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. But at, so at the end of the day, Steve, I always look at, okay, how much weight is a decision going to have? So, so I'm not a huge fan of retreads on the PGA Tour. Like Stephen Bowditch, Smiley Kaufman, uh, these players that are old timers, 40 to 50 year old guys, unless they're Davis Love the Third, who plays like once or twice a year. I, mean, I kind of want to watch him. But anyway, I'm not a fan of watching those guys. I'm, I'm not a fan of giving PGA Tour spots to them. And when Hank talks about limiting these PGA Tour fields and then having no cut events, those are the type of guys that I imagine Hank is talking about in terms of getting rid of um, out of the field on, in PGA Tour events. So at the end of the day, Steve, this collegiate PGA Tour university, and I can't get the theme song of National American University out of my head, National American <laughs> University, that, that's stuck in my head right now. But, but it, my point being is that at the end of the day, if we look back 10 to 15 years from now, Will this decision to create this PGA Tour University have any weight on any player becoming a potential superstar on the PGA Tour? And maybe it will, but but most likely I feel like it won't. Maybe maybe one, maybe one or two guys I feel like could become PGA Tour superstars when we look at like the statistics of college players becoming superstars on a professional level. So honestly, I, I just don't see much weight or much movement in terms of ratings, in terms of impact that this PGA Tour University will create. Right. I think it's more of an allegiance thing. You know, hey, these these guys, they've of anyone coming out of college, these guys have the best chance of making it. Hey, the, the odds are still really low. The odds are still low that they're going to make it on the PGA Tour. But hey, you know what? Let's give these guys a chance. Um, or we can have a bunch of 50 year olds out there that are waiting to play on the PGA tour champions. And, uh, you know, I don't think we want that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Tell, tell people where they can send in their swing, Steve. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Hank was talking on Friday's podcast about this benefit event that he did with Bernie Nichols and he threw it out there. Hey, all you got to do to get some help in your game. And it's a lo lot of parts of the country right now. Uh, it's, you're looking forward to golfing season. We're within 40-something days of the Masters Tournament, uh, which is a, the, the start of golf for a lot of us in North America. And Hank threw it out there. Hey, all you got to do is send a video, down-the-line video, one where we can see the target, we can see your swing shape, we can see where you're aiming. Get your mobile device out. Have your buddy video a swing. Tell us what your big miss is. The big miss is the ball flight big miss. Hey, my big miss is a slice, a hook. I pop it up, I hit it too low, whatever. I whiff it, send it to golfschools at hankhaney.com. Within 24 hours, we're going to send you back a start of a great game plan. We're going to give you something to work on, and we're going to get you primed to come to the promised land here, the Hank Haney headquarters, and get a one-on-one -on -one golf school. It's uh, absolutely for free that we're doing these video analysis. So all you got to do is send, get your mobile device out, Send a video, golf schools, that's with an S, at hankhaney.com, and we'll take care of the rest. There you go. Let's call that a born-again, reincarnated golf game. So send it in golf schools with an S at hankhaney.com. 
You can also call the show 833-426-5763, extension 801. Email the show hankhaneygolf at outlook.com and follow the show on Twitter at Hank Haney. Are you ready for it, Steve? This was with the great predictor, Steve Johnson, and the great predictor <laughs> impending Minnesota Timperashka. That's Thank absolutely you. right. That's it. Thank next time you. you hear us, next time we're we're gonna be at we're gonna be at uh what do they call it? Saturday strong number ten, and Tim will register for the twenty twenty election is what what happens next time. Yes. Yeah. The great predictor impending matches up against the great predictor. We appreciate you making the Hank Haney podcast a part of your day. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks for tuning into the Hank Haney Podcast. Listen, follow, rate, and share on iTunes, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can make your thoughts and questions heard by emailing the show at hankhaneygoff at outlook.com. And you can also tweet me directly by sending your tweets to at Hank Haney on Twitter. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Amy Brown from 4 Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.